This is episode 41 of Fresh and Uncooked. I'm Chris. And I'm Jeff. And Jeff and I love to eat. We know you do too. And we're here every week to talk about new menu items and products, give our opinions on the food we try and enjoy in every episode of Fresh and Uncooked has its own dedicated topic. Jeff, what are we pouring all over our dinner plates and talking about today? Chris, today we're talking about gravy. We also have stories on Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. They're getting a new name. (laughs) Where you can find some fast food shrimp in your tummy for this summer. Oh, no. And a new flavor of coffee that I might be running out soon to try. Okay. Coming up next in food news. Any news? Is there any news? Food news. Bad news travels fast. So when you think of the brand Kellogg's, Jeff, what pops in your head first? Oh, when you say pop, snap, crackle, and pop, right? <laughs> Rice Krispies? There you go. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's cereal for me, Kellogg's. Frosted corn flakes. flakes. Fruity Loops. Corn Flakes. Well, the brand has announced it'll be splitting into three companies next year. Hmm. There'll be separate categories, or companies, really, for each of their categories. Um, for the cereal, the snacks, and plant-based products, all getting kind of chopped up into three different uh companies interesting now i'm sure all of those different food groups and categories are a result of them acquiring other companies so it's really them working in reverse in a way right yeah the, you you'd kind of be surprised on some of the names um I, when i was uh looking into this uh, there was a lot of brands that i didn't realize were kellogg's but here's some numbers for you kellogg's combined um the plant division plant-based division and the North American cereal business accounts for only 20% of the company's revenue from last year. Hmm. So you think Kellogg's again, we both thought cereal. I think that'd be a lot more than 20%, but uh, Morningstar farms, for instance, is the, it's anchor brand for its plant-based stuff. Oh, and that stuff is really good. Is it? Yeah. I like those. And the remaining businesses include its snacks, noodles, there's international cereal and North American frozen breakfast brands like, for instance, Eggo oh. is Kellogg's. Yeah. <laughs> About 60% of its sales come from Pop-Tarts, Nutrigrain, Pringles, RX Bar, and Cheez-It. Wow. Last year reported that? $11.4 billion in revenue. <laughs> snacks, Jeff. Yeah. Snacks make money. obviously boy let me tell you the names for the new companies have not been decided they say and also uh battle creek michigan will stay the headquarters for the cereal focused company and its world famous brands such as frosted flakes fruit loops and it'll also be the headquarters for the plant-based company with its morning star farm brand the future snack only based company will have its headquarters in chicago and Hmm. still have a little battle Battle Creek, Michigan campus. Okay. Yeah. So Kellogg's making some moves in the next few years. Yeah. And from what I understand, it's this Kellogg's might be like the brand name for their snacks, even though none of their snacks are really called Kellogg's. They're not like Kellogg's Pringles. You know what I mean? Kellogg's Cheez-Its. Right. But their cereal will have a different name. So that'll be the weird part. Hmm. How do you feel about Cheez-Its? I like Cheez-Its. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Uh, you know, just old school. Again, there's so many funky flavors. <laughs> Half of them are just like, you're just so disappointed with it. Yeah. Original Cheez-Its. I'm all, I'm all about it. 
So shrimp appears to be the thing for this summer. Few restaurants here with some new limited time only shrimp dishes on their menu. Qdoba, for instance, Qdoba Mexican Eats mm-hmm. is offering a limited time at participating locations. They have a citrus lime shrimp freshly sauteed in house in a tangy citrus lime sauce. You can order it in a burrito or a bowl with smoky chili crema, pico de gallo, cilantro, lime rice, black beans, or as a servant turf, which is the citrus lime shrimp with grilled adobo steak. And their guac at no extra charge with, of course, all the fixings. Okay. It's a Qdoba. Doesn't sound too bad. No, not at all. And if you have a Long John Silvers near you, starting on uh, June 27th, you can order its new coconut popcorn shrimp in a snack box combo or fish and coconut popcorn shrimp platter or with a $10 C-share box or a family feast. They have a lot of size options. Over there at the Long John Silvers. There's so few and far between, too, Long John Silvers. Yeah, there's one real close to me. Well, not real close, but I haven't been there in a while. And there's one over here, too. I think that's what the, um, I think it's one of the dual ones. Yes, mine is a duo, Taco Bell Long John Silvers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the one over here is KFC Long John Silver. Yeah. Yeah. I I like their chicken. Because I, I mean, I'm not a fish about, guy, but <laughs> okay, yeah. There's I mean, something their about Long John Silver that's not horrible, but you mentioned all of this fast food shrimp, Chris, mm-hmm. and <laughs> no go, no go for this. Stay away from that. Bad, bad experience last time, right? Oh, I had a horrendous experience <laughs> with fast food, fast food shrimp earlier this year, and yeah, not. No. Won't be featured no. on a What's New from you anytime soon, huh? It will not. All right. I guarantee you, it I will, will not. I do not like seafood or fish, but I do like shrimp. So yeah. I'll let you know. I'm sure I'll grab one of these. You will? The fast food shrimp? Really? Sure. I mean, can you call Qdoba? Well, there's no Qdoba really near me, so I, it won't be that one. <laughs> okay. Um, But, you know, if I get an excuse to Long John Silver's, you know, I might, I might grab some shrimp and some chicken <laughs> and, and some hush puppies. Yeah, I haven't had Long John Silver in, in years. Yeah, and I same. feel that maybe I should have some of that fish. I like, I like their chicken tenders or whatever they are. The chicken that, that totally you bite into it. It's so thick and crispy and salty batter. Hmm. It just feels like you shouldn't have more than one <laughs> a year. <laughs> if that just oh, feels that so bad? unhealthy. Okay. It's so good. I like to dip it. I like to dip the chicken in the shrimp cocktail sauce that they have. Mm. That's my that's my weird Long John Silver's thing. All right. Um, maybe you can do this one, Jeff. It's not really fast food, but Red Lobster has a seafood Summerfest lineup, which does include a new barbecue bacon grilled shrimp, fire grilled shrimp skewers, glazed with sweet and smoky barbecue sauce, topped with crispy bacon and green onions. Hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about Red Lobster? I don't mind it. I'm, again, I'm not a seafood person. So, I mean, their biscuits <laughs> is like my order and shrimp, some kind of shrimp. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They also do have an Argentinian shrimp skewer as well as on their seafood Summerfest lineup. Both served over orzo rice and your choice of side. Qdoba. That sounds good. Long John Silver's Red Lobster. Shrimp's your thing. I know one thing, Jeff, after writing these down, I think I'm going to be grilling some shrimp this weekend. Maybe shrimp and a little steak or something. That sounds like a good idea. You know, I'm still working on that whole brisket thing. Mm, yeah, I might. I, I got to start thinking about a brisket too. Yeah, I need fourth, to do that sometime soon. July's coming up. 
I finally did receive my retractable grate. Mm. Grate for my grill, too. That's what I got for Father's Day for my oh, kids. Awesome. Yeah, that's like an amazing gift. <laughs> yes. They, well done. Well done. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you got the, the little uh, grates on the side that you can open up to add, uh, add more charcoal for those, mm-hmm. long, those long projects. <laughs> yeah. One more thing in food news here before we get to the gravy. And we, uh, we also got a what's new. I got a revised what's new, and Jeff's going to talk about that same thing. So we'll get to that in a second. But first, there's a new cappuccino in town, Jeff. There is. Oh, yeah. Available okay. now at participating 7-Eleven, Speedway, and Stripe stores, or via the 7Now delivery app, combining the legendary flavors of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it's 7-Eleven peanut butter and jams cappuccino. Oh, Mm, customers will enjoy notes of deliciously nutty peanut butter and sweet jam with each sip packed perfectly in this unique hot beverage to help fuel them for the day ahead that's very odd would you consider trying a peanut butter and jam cappuccino from 7-eleven i don't think so (laughs) no it it sounds way too sweet yeah it probably is i was at um duncan earlier today and they have like a bunch of new stuff for their you know, summer rollout or whatever, mm-hmm. summer promotions. And I did get one of the refreshers. Um, it was a mango pineapple one, I believe, or was it just mango? It was one of the two. But while I was there, they have a brown sugar cream cold <laughs> brew. Ooh. And that just sounds like, mm. that just sounds like a lot. It's, yeah, it, it sounds good though. Not going to lie. You think so? I think so. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if I can handle that one. <laughs> not as like an everyday, it's my coffee every day of the week. <laughs> every day, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. As a treat, not as a, and same for the 7-Eleven peanut butter and jams cappuccino, by the way. Right. Um, I, it's interesting, though, that they brought this out for the summer, limited time, but it's a hot coffee. You think summer they'd roll out some iced coffees or some, you know, cooler drinks. Yeah, I mean, I guess they leave that up to the the coffee people, right? I mean, yeah. Like Duncan or what have you. I mean, I don't know. That, that could be it. That's your food news for episode 41. Hey, what's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? Okay, it's that time again for what's new. Last week on, uh, last episode on what's new, I talked about um, Pringles and their new wavy Chipotle ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a C. Just, you know, nothing special. But um, I had some more and I wanted to revise mine. Can I can I do a revision real quick on, on some things? Jeff? Absolutely. Because the very first couple chips that I had, I said last episode that it was a little spicier than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And I had more and they didn't seem that spicy <laughs> at all. So... That's my revision. Not as spicy as I thought is what I said before, or, you know, spicier than I thought, but not as spicy as, I don't know if I just had like a extra flavor burst on a couple of them and it just seemed like a little too intense, but okay, yeah, that's my revision. But you had a chance to try them. I did. You know what? My wife was listening to the podcast and then she picked those up right away for me, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the wavy Chipotle ranch crisp or whatever oh, they're not horrible i don't think that they're as bad as you described them yeah they do have a little bit of a kick but here's the thing when they call them chipotle ranch 
I don't know where the ranch comes into this whole ordeal. Mm. It very much has a Chipotle taste, but what what about it makes it Chipotle ranch? Yeah. So very strong with the with the Chipotle thing. And I actually had it like later at night. So I gave like my wife a kiss at night and she was like, Oh, those are very smoky. <laughs> Which is what a Chipotle pepper is, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. So I think the flavor was was decent. The wavy thing, it's Oh, when you do, when you do the wavy Pringles, it's such a a different experience yeah. from like the regular Pringles. Agreed. Yeah, too thick. They're too thick for me. Yeah, kind of gets in the way. They do. And I went th- through these things in a couple of days just because I'm like, oh, let me eat them and get rid of them. <laughs> well, not a couple of days. I think it was about three or four. Oh wow. Which, if you can make Pringles last three or four days, I think you're doing a pretty good job. They're probably not that great. Yeah. I don't know if I would give them a C. I would probably give them a B minus or a C plus. Okay. So you like them a little better, obviously. Yeah. But once again, if you just called them Chipotle and didn't have the ranch in there, I'd be fine with that. I think that describes it a little bit more. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the heat is a little bit, like you said, I I think initially it gives you a a pretty decent amount of heat, but then it just kind of, it kind of stays and maintains. Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's a very odd, odd thing, but it's good. They're good. Will I buy them again? That is the question. Uh, limited time at Walgreens. Limited time at Walgreens only. And probably, I might not have them again. I might not. I don't know. I only go to Walgreens to pick up prescriptions. So <laughs> we'll go C+. Smoky, but there is no ranch. All right, cool. I would give them a B- minus if I would have said, yeah, I'll go back and get them again. But I'm definitely not going out of my way to get them. I agree with you there. And I love a Chipotle ranch. Who doesn't? Yeah. I like a Chipotle anything. Chipotle mayo? It's delicious. Mm, yeah. I made my own. There's actually some sitting in there's uh some sitting in my refrigerator right now. I've been known to make my own Chipotle ranch every now and then. Nice. There's nothing wrong with having a can of Chipotle peppers sitting around. It's a good pantry. Yeah. Underrated pantry item. For sure. You know? Just having a can of Chipotle peppers in there. They're so cheap. Yeah. And they're just packed with flavor. And that little can, it will take you, you can go far with that little can. Yeah. And me being, you know, a spice wimp, um, just a little piece of the pepper mixed into whatever I'm making <laughs> is usually plenty of heat. Yeah. The, yeah. the pepper, yeah, the peppers I'll use in different things, but I don't, I usually don't mess with the pepper myself. Well, you just go for the sauce, huh? Mm-hmm. The, uh, what do they call the that? Adobo. Yeah. Adobo sauce. Yeah. That's good. It's good smoky flavor. It's time to get into our main topic, which uh, which is gravy today. Gravy is basically a sauce that's thick. Usually it's like the juices, the drippings gathered from a protein that was cooked. It's thickened. It's seasoned, right? It's it's gravy. Mm-hmm. Jeff does not like gravy. Well, no. there's only one type of gravy that you really like, which is, which is what, Jeff? Yeah, sausage gravy. Sausage. So gravy. breakfast gravy. Breakfast gravy. I love it. If it's done right. I love it too, but without the sausage. Just the straight up country gravy. Okay. No no sausage floating around in there. Yeah, I, there's something about like having that for breakfast. I will put it on everything that's on the plate. Eggs? Yeah. Yeah, I'll put it on the hash browns. I'll put it on the eggs. I'll put it on biscuits. If I were to have pancakes, I would put them on the pancakes. What? I would put them on French toast. No, you wouldn't. I would. Pancakes yeah. and French toast? Yes, why not? Okay, all right. Sausage gravy is just that delicious. I would pu- I would put it on eggs. I would put it on potatoes. I wouldn't put it on French toast or, or pancakes, but... No? Everything else on the plate, yeah. Country fried steak. 
my favorite breakfast, chicken fried steak, depending on what part of the country you're from, I guess. Mm -hmm. But that's got to have the country gravy on it for me. And that might be the only reason I really like country fried steak. <laughs> okay. Because of the gravy. Not, not the fact that it's that it's fried. I mean, it's like chicken fried. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I obviously enjoy that part, too. But, <laughs> I, but the gravy is like what sells you on it? I, I, get exci- I, I get excited over both. Okay. The gravy a little bit more. And you said you'd put it on your hash browns, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Would you put it on mashed potatoes? It's dinner time when you got leftover sausage gravy. Yeah. And you got mashed potatoes. I am not a big gravy on mashed potatoes person not even sausage gravy though i don't think i would put sausage gravy in there that sounds a little bit overindulgent really Mm -hmm. what if they're really bland mashed potatoes (laughs) most mashed potatoes are i'm not a big mashed potato fan truthfully okay even if they were covered in sausage gravy (laughs) no probably not yeah wow i mean yeah i'll take a scoop i'll take like a little scoop of mashed potatoes and i like them clumpy i like them where they're like lumpy? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> that is not what I expected. Yeah, I, I'm I striking a chord here, I guess. Man, that's so odd. With the skin on them, too? Like, do you like them that way? I don't mind. You... If, I don't mind a little skin in the mashed potatoes, but ugh, no lumps, though, man. No lumps. They got to be smooth, pureed, just, yeah, creamy, smooth, lump Like, like instant potatoes? No real potatoes, preferably. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I mean, do you like instant potatoes? They're okay. I mean, I've 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 done plenty of instant mashed potato in my in my time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, nothing better than homemade Idaho russet potatoes. But I, I like I even like you know the red potatoes, mashed potatoes, and I'll mm-hmm. take any gravy on them. But the country gravy on mashed potatoes, that's a win. That's a win in my book. Will you eat mashed potatoes without gravy? Maybe. I won't be as happy as I would be with any other type of gravy. As long as it's a good gravy. Because there's some nasty gravies out there. Oh, horrible gravies. (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, Coming from someone that likes one, maybe two two gravies. uh, Like if they're like a flavored mashed potato or, Mm -hmm. you know, like a loaded mashed potato or a cheesy mashed potato. As long as they got good seasoning or flavor to them, then you could do it without gravy. But I prefer just more of a salt, pepper, butter, maybe even garlic mashed potato with a with a little little gravy to help enhance it. Okay, that's how that's how I would choose. Nice. Yeah. There's no other gravy like nothing turkey gravy. You know how do you like Thanksgiving turkey? Uh, no turkey. I'm not gravy? a big turkey fan. Right. So I. I guess this is the way I like gravy, and this is a, a different way, a different gravy that some people probably don't like. But I like giblets, like giblets in the gravy, either chicken or turkey giblets. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turkey. Or even like with livers. Not, I think that's a good way to go about it, rather than just like the... Oh. <laughs> I think it's better than just drippings from the pan. Like pureed in there? Or do you like the... The bits you like you like it chunky oh i like the bits yeah oh wow see this is what i'm thinking this is what i'm learning about myself i've come i had this epiphany as far as gravy is concerned i like thicker gravies gravies that have bits in them for the most part yeah that, because another like gravy, sausage gravy yeah i like the sausage gravy i like the the giblet gravy as well and i like mushroom gravy too like i think a good mushroom gravy 
oh, is just absolutely delicious. I don't mind a mushroom gravy because mushroom must have great flavor, but I'd have to have that mushroom pureed. Yeah, you really like the chunky, the chunky stuff of the gravy. You like the sausage in the country gravy, the sausage gravy, and you like the giblets and all the, the weird parts of the turkey and turkey mm-hmm. gravy. That's amazing. And you like your mushroom gravy, extra, extra mushroomy, chunky, I suppose. Yeah, the right? more mushrooms, the better, for sure. Man, that's crazy because, yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I like the sausage gravy minus the sausage, the turkey gravy, no bits, again, creamy, uh, and with the mashed potatoes, you like the uh, some lumps of the mashed potatoes, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a mushroom or an onion gravy or a mushroom onion gravy, uh, that's got to be pureed really well for me into that. So that's interesting. Uh, the two. I like my gravy a little more rustic, I guess. Yeah, amazing. Wow, okay. How do you feel about, like, a beef gravy, like, for a, a roast? Oh. <sighs> It's drippings, so made from like drippings and stuff like that. Drippings, sure, drippings, and I mean, a, a sausage gravy is basically you know flour and sausage fat drippings. Yeah, I guess overall, like gravy in general, I I don't I don't use gravy a lot. I'm not a big gravy person. Some people just love gravy on everything. I mean, gravy's almost sort of like a special occasion thing anyway. At least that's how I view it. Okay. Because, I mean, yeah, you think beef gravy, what are you putting that on? Maybe maybe a pot roast or, you know, a um, a round roast. Yeah. But it's not like, I'm, you know, how many times how many times are you having a, a, a pot roast and a round roast? I don't know. Right. Uh, turkey gravy. How many times are you cooking a turkey? Probably once or twice a year, if that, you know. Yeah. And sausage gravy. I mean, you're not having that every, every weekend breakfast, are you? That's more oh, of a no. No, vacation I mean, breakfast or, you know, special occasion breakfast, right? So gravy is almost kind of like a special occasion thing. Yeah, a couple of times a year, I would say, is when you have gravy, right? I would say that, yeah. Pork gravy. How about like, you know, from pork drippings and <laughs> the same the same thing, right, as beef? Yeah. Same deal, yeah. Same deal. Um, another popular breakfast gravy, and I've, I don't think I've really had any, but like a red-eye gravy, which is kind of made with coffee. It's oh very, my. very, I think like Texas cowboy kind of gravy. No, gravy. I, you're losing me with that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would try it. <laughs> I'd rather have red eye gravy than turkey giblet gravy. I know that. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Okay. Um, but whatever kind of gravy, since we've almost classified it as a special occasion thing, this can't be from a can or a jar or can it? I, I feel that it, well, I mean, if you think talking about like a giblet gravy, that is, I don't know if I've ever seen a giblet gravy, right. like in a can or a jar. I was going right? to say, I don't think any of your gravies would even come in a can or a jar. <laughs> uh, I think you can get mushroom gravy in a can oh, or sure. a jar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just because that's more of like a, a vegan thing. And that's, that's very big that way. Sausage gravy, maybe, but yeah. I don't know if I, I would even buy it. attempt to try it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even like the turkey gravies. In in a can, the beef gravies, the pork gravies. Oh no, gravy's pretty simple to make, um, right? And even if you you if you do the the big beef roast or pork roast or something, or even a turkey, and you and you don't have a lot of drippings, and you're like, crap, now I have to have canned gravy. Just some broth. Just take what you got, mix it with you know some some good stock that you bought at the store. Yeah, or have in your freezer or whatever. That's you know. That's all right, too. So you, I guess you could even make like a vegetable gravy if, uh, you know, you had some vegetable stock. Oh, for sure. 
I, I think there's almost there's a very thin line between stock and gravy, right? I mean, the thing that would turn it into a gravy is that it would have a a thicker consistency. Mm-hmm. So either adding that cornstarch or flour, or whatever, just to make it a little bit yeah, more, roux. you know, a little bit thicker. But yeah, that's basically like, you know, for for like our Thanksgiving, we always do. Well, we have a lot of different eaters in our family, so we do have a canned gravy. We, uh, me and my brother, who usually end up cooking, my sister too. Uh, you know, most of the big family gathering meals, we were kind of refer to it as chemical gravy and the real <laughs> gravy. You know. <laughs> Butter, flour, make it a roux, pour in some stock or your drippings from your turkey or your beef or whatever, and whisk it till it's nice and thick. You know, whatever herbs you like, depends how fancy you want to go with it. Salt, pepper, keep it warm, pour it all over everything. Oh, yeah, there's nothing worse than cold gravy. Oh, yeah, wouldn't Well, yeah, you got to keep it warm because then it'll start to firm up a little bit and coagulate. There you go. Yeah, but definitely, definitely gravies from scratch, um, not from an envelope. Not from a jar or a can. No. Yeah. We're going to rule that out right away. Wow. I've, I've learned some new things about you, Jeff. Yeah. No, that's I how you rolled in your gravy game, man. Yeah. The chunky gravy. The chunky I guess that's gravy, the, man. I learned something about myself, <laughs> truthfully. <laughs> oh. I never thought about it that way. But yeah, with the chunky gravy is the way to go. Chunky gravy. And I and, say smooth gravy all the way. Yeah. And, and the drippings. I'm not big on meat drippings. It's just something about it that's... So like not even like a like a steak Diane or something like that. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a super big steak guy That's though right. too. Remember, unless it's Taco Bell. You're not really a steak guy. Yeah, unless it's <laughs> unless it's Taco Bell. It's and truthfully, yeah, that's how it, it works for me. Hmm. Yeah, once in a while a good steak is is good, but for the most part, would you do a sauce on your steak? <sighs> Butter sauce, a cream sauce, a, you know. Mustard no, sauce. I'm not one. You know what? I don't really like the butter on the steak either. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see that in a lot of times people cooking that in an iron skillet, but yeah, yeah, there's just something about that. That just looks, that just sounds like, man, my arteries just are just going to fail me <laughs> after eating something like that. Cooking the steak and just kind of spooning the big pile of melted butter over the top of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah. With some garlic or some some herbs frying alongside it or something, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's excellent. A few sprigs of thyme, yeah, perfect. I'll take it. I don't think that sausage gravy is any better though, buddy. Probably not. Yeah. yeah, it's a treat. It's a treat for sure, and it's a good one. It's gravy, and we covered it here in episode forty-one of Fresh and Uncooked. Uh, tune in next episode where um, we won't be talking gravy because I don't think there's going to be a part two, but. We'll have something in store for you along with new food news. Maybe we'll uh, we'll try some shrimp, have a what's new. Maybe we'll find a new snack. Who knows? We'll let you know. Follow us on social media in the meantime. Uh, Fresh Uncooked on Instagram and Twitter. And Fresh Uncooked Podcast over on TikTok. Jeff, Mr. Chunky Gravy Man. Until next week. Enjoy what you eat.